know it's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <you. laughs> Welcome to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. I'm joined by my guy, Monkey. Monkey. <laughs> He's back. Hi, I'm here. How yeah, are you? The, the possibility of us not being here at the same time has ended. We we now know that we're definitely together online, on there. I'm good. How are you? Oh, very good. It's very been good. a sunny week a, uh, in uh, Britain. Yes. I mean, um, <clears throat> finally into summer, uh, and most of uh, spring was pretty cool, um, and also cool. wet. <laughs> would we say? Yeah, pretty dull, but but yeah. Some hot spells, some wet spells. Some snow, you know, the usual. <laughs> usual, usual stuff. Um, but right now, yes, the weather is incredibly, incredibly hot. Uh, we're finally back at summer temperature, I'd say. Mm. Yes, we're definitely getting a, a week of summer at the moment. And we just had a bank holiday weekend as well. Yes. Everyone's been out like nothing's happened. Everything is normal around here. I don't know how it is around you. It's the same. Well, everyone who looks at the map of England, we're a tiny little island, so the temperature, <laughs> if you look at it on a map, we're, we're really small, so yeah. it does differ, by the way, it's not the same everywhere, but it does, um, yeah. where where we both are, where it's nice and sunny, which is really yeah. nice. It's been good, have you been getting out? Yes, I've been enjoying the sun. Um, but even without, without the sun, because um, I have a dog, I do take the dog out for a walk, um, regardless of weather, because they're an outside animal. They have to relieve themselves outside, so you have to go out uh, in the Burn rain. <laughs> yeah, that too. They have a lot of energy for some reason. They just, they just they're like the little Duracell battery thing. Just, mm. just keep on going. Bunny, um, that's it. So. Yeah, I get out a lot, to be fair, but um, just early morning, because because um, it's 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 time for the dog's walk, and evening because it's time for his walk. Uh, so I guess no I get around. two. <laughs> yeah, I get my I get my two hours, uh, got, or or two blocks. You got your two meters at all times. Cause yes, no around exactly. Those times. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I try I try and go out when yes, very few people are around still um even even though we are yesterday in in the uk was the first day that we had no covid related deaths since the start of the pandemic i guess they didn't measure any (laughs) maybe the person who passed away they forgot to ask him i thought have you got covid yeah (laughs) it's one of those really difficult things because if someone's at home and they pass away or something or however what if they've got covid and they were in a car accident is that a covid related death or a car accident related well, that's, death that's back to controversy again isn't it there's, there's, <laughs> is it real <laughs> i mean especially in america um and probably here as well like there's, there's this idea that um that if they get a tick for a covid related death in their area they get extra money so in in america they just tick anyone off oh yeah died in a car accident covid <laughs> you could do yeah you yes. money. Uh, yeah money money makes the world go around so why wouldn't they yeah no um so today we're talking about the some 90s and i was trying to segue out of that trying well, to think, we're, talking about. <laughs> we're talking about some 90s um things that came out in the 1990s um oh. and are still as of today still kind of like in the culture in the domain uh both very different things we want to talk about um i'm intrigued and, and at some point I mean, we will we'll come back to <laughs> castlevania season two but there's two two big things that kind of happened this week one is the friends reunion oh yes for those who watch friends and the other one is dmx really um post mortem album exodus got released um, yes. and i know you had a few questions around that as well yeah and i thought hey, why, why not let's let's talk about friends that started in the 1990s 
and DMX released his first studio album in 1998. He released two studio albums that year as well. Uh, but so 90s kind of throwback episode where we can talk about old school friends and some DMX. Cool. Um, have you got a preference? Where would you where where do you want to go first? Um, I haven't got a preference. So I imagined an order, um, the order you said, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it I think you're going to know more more than me somehow. I've got like um, I've, I watched Fred's Reunited um, recently because you purchased it. So obviously you were more interested in it than me. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, <clears throat> So let's and talk. Let's with DMX. talk. So with DMX, yeah. once you told me what the album was called, I got in. Got on it. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's let's do it that order. Then we'll talk friends. Um, what we do try and do is non-spoilery talk. Then we talk about it in terms okay. of the, what it was, um, things that happened in it, and then <clears throat> just give a kind of like a how much they actually got paid to come together. So, friends okay. reunion. HBO Max announced this last year pre-COVID but got delayed due to COVID. Um, and finally, um, these main stars of the Friends, the main six Friends, came together for a reunion episode, which was on HBO Max, but in the UK, available on Sky TV and Now TV. Yes. And the way to watch this for free of charge, here's a friendly little tip. Subscribe to Now TV <laughs> as a new account Take ah. the entertainment pack for a seven-day free trial. Watch uh-huh. the show, cancel your... That's exactly uh-huh. what we did, and cancel your subscription. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's how you can watch it for free. Excellent. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, because HBO Max is still not available in the UK. Sky is is available, so you could watch it via Sky and, um, Now TV. You don't need to watch it via your... Uh, you don't need to buy size sky subscription anything. Um, so the reunion happened. Um, it's very difficult to talk about without spoiling it. So um, I would say if you wanted to watch the reunion and you have no idea what it was or how long or anything, just go watch it. Stop this. Stop this podcast. Press pause. Watch the thing. And then come back to the podcast. Do not delete the podcast. We need your support. <laughs> do not do not subscribe. Do not. Yeah. I said that. I should have, I should have said that word. Uh, if anything, subscribe for someone else because we're talking friends. Yeah, tell then they can remind you friends. to rewatch. Tell them to re- remind you to rewatch the podcast once you've watched the thing. Yes, tell a friend <laughs> as part of this friends episode. Yeah, six friends. Five yeah. Friends. <laughs> so friends. Topical. Friends ran for ten years. Uh, 10 seasons um originally the the six cast members they 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 kind of cover that in the show how they were picked and how they came onto the show um and as the seasons went on they then renegotiated their contracts because they originally gave two of the actors more money than the others and then when they all banded together they then got a contract where they all got paid equally from then onwards, oh, which, wow. is, okay. which is something unheard of in kind of like big TV shows as well. So all six actors were getting paid exactly the same amount of money. Um, I heard the opposite. In. Or did that happen? Did that happen later on? At at the start, they, I think, um, uh, so David Swimmer's character and Jennifer Anderson's, they were the ones who were getting paid a little bit more because they thought they right, were the leads. Yeah. Yeah. As in, the, you know, the actors, not the actors, but the show creators did. But then as they got to a certain season, they, all the all the actors banded together and they renegotiated the same salary wow. per person. And towards the end of the season, they were getting one million US dollars an episode. And these, these seasons each. are about 22 each. Yeah, each. So the show cost a minimum of six million episodes, six million dollars an episode. Yeah. Plus wow. anything else. Um, they must be making show. that back though in merchandise. Yes, and Sydney Cations and ongoing as well. Now the show is just 17 years later. The show is still being watched, still being streamed, still being kind of like purchased by Netflix or Amazon Prime or anyone's just paying loads really? of money for the show. Still going. Uh, allegedly, the actors still get revenue off of this show as well. This many years later, oh, nice. they make about approximately, I think it's 20 million a year. 
even wow. though the show's finished and is no longer, they no longer work on the show, they're, they're still making twenty so million compared to one million. million they get more now than they were when they're acting. Yes, twenty million a year for doing nothing now. So this this oh, is no, the best gig episode. ever. Twenty episodes a year without having to do any episodes. Yes, basically, yeah. Nice. So you know you, you can retire on that kind of money. You don't have to do any any, any kind of work after that. Um, so what what was the reunion? Um, so I didn't go into this knowing what it was. I thought it was an episode. This is where the spoilers start. Okay, yes, um, me too. Yeah. I, I genuinely thought the friends were going to reunite. I, I, I avoided all trailers. I avoided everything. I thought, I know it's happening. I know the date. And I know how I can get to watch it for free. Thank you, Now TV. Um, mm. And that was it. And so I thought it was an episode. Did you come into this thinking it would be some sort of an episode or a spin-off or yes. something? Yes, I thought it was going to be an episode because you didn't watch the trailer, so you didn't tell me. <laughs> yes. You didn't tell me. So I was ready for this episode. Yeah, friends reuniting. But it turned out to be more of a clip show celebration. Yeah. Which was good. Um, it wasn't like just clips, like like not the cheap version of a clip show, but yeah, a high-end celebration. With a bit of backstory, a bit of talking to the cast. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think together for the first time. Yeah, time. The, the the nostalgia factor is what it was more about. Is like they go back to the set for the first time in since the show finished, uh, and they mm. all said that this is the first time all six of them have been together in 17 years. So they, they've they've met up separately, but not all six together. Yeah. Um, and they walk through the set, and this first time I appreciated the sets because they show you how the set was on a yes. stage straight away you get to see the outside view which is um yeah you just just in a room with 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 weird rooms just well you know a big studio with those rooms are kind of abstract they just sat there so yeah. you can see through the front at all times just like the camera could see and you would have had the studio audience back there as well which yes which they yeah. talk about in the show as well. But what was what was quite interesting is just how they had built the the three main the three main set piece rooms. So you had the coffee house, uh, Monica and Rachel's room, house apartment, yeah. and of Chandler, and how how they're connected between the two. So and the corridor and the corridor, yeah. Um, and it was quite cool. It was quite interesting to see that because um, watching the show where we see it through the camera so where we don't see any of the the magic you never goes know on. that no uh, that was cool that was good that was quite a nice little thing and then they start talking about certain episodes that they all did the actors really remembered um, and then david swimmer does the famous um quiz which was really cool um, okay. again I, I didn't know what i was going to expect so i didn't know he was going to do this and then he did he did the quiz from the sh- the the episode where they um, have the um, the quiz about the apartments which the girls lose. Obviously, oh, it's, yeah. not, it's not a spoiler, but they it was really good. Explain it in the in the show that that was what it was. Yeah. And then he does his new version of it and bring brings in a few famous people from before. Yes. So we had uh, so the some of the, the guest stars. Um, we'll we'll go into them in. A, very briefly later, um, but yeah, Tom Selleck turned up, um, and the barbershop quartet turned up, yeah. and so did the hand model from one of the episodes. Um, and then they they do that, and then it flicks between well, the creators and how they came up with Friends, the idea, and how how they were kind of like jumping off jokes and how they would change things. It was an interesting insight into the show, and they did some gag reels yeah. and some jokes and stuff. And then you had this weird, what seemed like they hadn't put enough thought into the questions that James Corden was going to ask the crew. Right. He, as in the the six of them, he could have come up with some more interesting questions or they could have done something else with that stage because he yeah. asks questions like, I, I, who's got the loudest laugh? Uh, were they on a break? There wasn't, there was one question um, that they asked, which was, which I never knew about, which was about Jennifer Anderson and... David Swimmer and how they were really into each other. 
and well, that they were like... both in different relationships, but I never clocked that when I watched the show. Yeah, I mean, just... we're into, definitely into the spoiler territory now because I think that was the, the main drop of the show. I don't think that yeah. was really known about before. That was kind of like, this is a new insight that the the whole um, relationship they had on screen was sort of being mirrored a little bit off screen. Um, it, it, except that obviously they couldn't get together because they always had... They, apparently, according to what they said on the on the show, they they said they were always in relationships, but they kind of kind of had a crush on each other. Yeah, it was cool, and it it, it um yeah, it was interesting to tie that together into the into the realism. Into yeah, and the, then they they the talked about in the show. that that kiss as well, and they talked about how it all kind of like was building up, and you know, the two mm. of them were. But they ne- but they never were and stuff and yeah it was it was that yeah. was something that I got out of the show that I was like oh my god that's unbelievable so now if I watch it back yeah I might I might see that as well. It also showed that um, although they are they're good actors they're, you know they they are great actors and great comedians as well um, that a lot of their they were very carefully chosen to have to because they have actually those personalities. Yeah. So so that you while you see that this Rachel Roth thing going on, um, and they've got this actual thing going on in the background, that helped a lot, I think, to make this that moment work well. And the same with like pr- pretty much all the whole show, because they're just basically the the same people. To some degree they have the same personalities as they do in, as their characters. Yeah. But they must yeah. have made it incredibly easy, and and just how much they end up forming like an actual family, and that it makes sense after they've done the same show for ten years, and they're pretty much the same characters they are on screen as off screen, except with a bit more um, comedic flair put onto the screen. So yeah, it's all very interesting, and I, as me coming in uh, as someone who was. Uh, less interested now. I, I watched Friends back in the day, and I did find it funny, but I just I don't know why. I just kind of I don't have the 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 wanting to watch it again. I don't want to get into the the drama again for some reason. But yeah. So, but but then yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed seeing all this from a different angle. Um, so I I'm I'm quite the opposite. I think I watched all the Friends when it used to come on the TV, and then the reruns. Um, and mm. now, when it came onto Netflix, I was watching it again. It's, wow. it's one of those one of those shows where, like The Office for me and Parks and Rec, it's like you've seen it, but every so often you want something on in the background, maybe when you're doing something else. Um, <laughs> exactly. And it's one of those background. shows that I genuinely still enjoy. But when it's in the background, I sometimes watch it more than I thought I would. Uh, it has a big <laughs> nostalgia effect for me um, watching it because. It reminds yeah. me of the those kind of the certain bits that I know that's coming that are really funny or I found hilarious cool. back then, um, <laughs> and the, the casting bits I we kind of that's stuff that's all come up previously as well, but um, it was good to see them all come back do a little table read as well, and see them yeah. all kind of do um, a couple of episodes, um, small chunks of them uh, around a round table and just kind of go through it. Then they talk about the sets and then you know um matt lebronc's writing on uh, the wall he said i had a shit here which i thought was really funny <laughs> as well there's lots of cool bits and um yeah it, but i i just thought maybe they could have just done a show just i just wanted to do <laughs> the show but then they talk about what what could have come next and they they, 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 said they, no. they reckon they say they say it's, the story's done do you would you agree with that though? The, the story's story's done and tied up, and they they shouldn't revisit it. And that's what they were saying at the end. No, still, <laughs> they can, they can all be happy, but we could just see a clip of the future where they're all happy with their because yeah. uh, Chandler and Monica had the twins. Um, Rachel and Ross have got the have got Emily, the little baby. Ross have got Ben as well. Um, yeah. Then Phoebe did marry. Um, he didn't. He didn't turn up, but she 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 married as well. So she's got. But Joey's the only one who didn't have. I think he wanted to pursue his movie career, I guess. So it would have been good mm. to just see them come together for like a baby's birthday party or something. 
Yeah, they could have done a mini episode within the episode, maybe. Yeah, it doesn't have to be too big. A little bit. Just a little wink and a nod to the camera. And it and it didn't have to be too long. It doesn't have to be 21 minutes. I, it could just be 10 I feel episodes. kind of the opposite. The, the thing I feel about it is that they were friends and they were on the screen and they treated it as if, you know, people see it as a real thing. Like, these are really real friends. A lot of people don't, you know, don't dissociate the fact that they're actually actors. Um, but because they did it in this way, where they actually met up and we they spoke and we got to meet, that way we got to meet who they really were. And they were so similar to those people, but it just meant that we were finally connected as actual friends because they're, you know, they're making out that people were invested enough that these were real people and that they were their own friends because they could watch it. And I think the fact that they put it together so that we got to meet the real people, you know, just, just it made that act, that connection genuine at last, even though we're still watching from a screen. So I think it was a good move to do that. But I can hit, I can see where you're coming from. You want to see a an yeah, extra episode the, the problem is whatever episode they did i would have been like that wasn't that good so yeah, at the same time, it's, yeah in my head it's like it should be incredible but yeah that's <laughs> just write your own fanfic yes right. exactly and then hopefully someone picks it up and turns it into like 50 shades of gray you um, write it send me the script we'll act <laughs> it we'll do it, we'll do it. Be one hour long um, but and and then they just had a bunch of guest stars, um, yeah. some some who've obviously been in the show before. So we, I, I think you mentioned already Tom Selleck, who obviously plays Richard. I didn't um, and that then means. then there's some other people like David Beckham was on there, uh, BTS. Um, who, who again those guys haven't been on the show, but it was it was good to see he had Cara Delevingne wearing one of the outfits. Justin Bieber was wearing the Ross costume. Um, then James Michael Taylor, who played Gunther, was there. Um, the Ross and um, Monica's parents were there. They looked great for their age as well. Thomas Levin, yeah. we talked about the hand guy, Tom Selleck. Um, and then the guy who played, um, the guy who used to be underneath or above their apartment, who used to bang against the thing, he was on there, the yeah. barber shot. Um, and then the lady who always says, oh my God, uh, Maggie Wheeler, yeah. she was there. Um, and Lady Gaga, uh, that again, because the good thing is that you shouldn't watch it, that was and then awkward. she just came in, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's Lady Gaga!" I was like, that was that's... awkward because was it? It was because because um, the the actress that plays Phoebe was was playing about to play Smelly Cat, right? So uh, explaining the situation slightly, but um, then she's like, "Right, I've got to get into character, so I've got to be Phoebe." So then she starts doing it as Phoebe. So when Lady Gaga then arrives mm. like pretty much straight after she started, not long after. She's in the she's in the snarky Phoebe character, so she's sort of snarking at her as if she's actually Phoebe. Like, like that made it kind of awkward because it should have been quite a cool moment for them to get together and sing together. So <laughs> I, I saw a little bit of awkwardness there. Maybe um, they they told her to just stay in character to do the song yeah, and maybe, someone might join maybe. you but regardless who comes in you got to stay in character it looked like she made the choice because it was very live and fluid it, it could have been uh, I, uh, I, I'm, and, and I'm she sort of came out yeah. of it and was genuinely thankful for her being there and stuff like that um, but it just it's like once she was in character it was hard for her to snap out of it I think so it's yeah. like she said sort of sounded like a comedy snark because she was sort there's, of there's a good like, getting character quick when she did, they did sing together. She said, and then she says, "I, my version's better or something." And I thought that was so exactly. funny. She's fully, she's fully freebie by then. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 I didn't expect to see Lady Gaga walk through the door either. So, I I love that. Um, I think those yeah. are better moments than just having Justin Bieber come or David Beckham <laughs> just talk about how they liked the episode. Having those, having maybe. You, make an episode like that that's almost like what i want to see and you just yeah. fill it with celebrities they really took or... advantage of justin bieber's fall from grace didn't they <laughs> making use of him as a as a, a bad Spudnik. costume being a horrible costume actor <laughs> having to go in a horrible costume and do a catwalk like that's really take advantage of his downfall 
Well, I, I, I don't think he's on a downfall, but he may he may have agreed to it. Like they would have said, "Look, Definitely. hey, we've got this funny thing. Do you want to do it?" And if he loves the show, he yeah. may have just said, "Yes, oh, I'd love definitely. to do." I don't think they put a gun to his head. <laughs> oh, no, I, no I don't think so either. I think he's just, you know, he hasn't got many options these days. I don't know. <laughs> he does. He's still got music. Okay. <laughs> he's still releasing stuff. He had a number one uh, single during the lockdown. Him and um, Ariana Grande, yeah. Oh, well. And they did that her. song for charity as well. So, <laughs> okay. poop, pooping on him, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> I, maybe I have some conceptions of him that I shouldn't do. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, and so, so the re- reunion itself um, cost about twenty million dollars to make. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a lot of money for what we saw on screen, um, which there wasn't a lot. There was. It was all very choreographed well, and they had a lot of sections in there. They probably had to pay the actors quite a lot, which you're going to get into. Yeah, um, so each actor got uh, paid between three to four million each. So originally they were all offered a million each to just come okay. in for this reunion special. Uh, uh, they all what? They, they rejected one million US dollars each, and then they received three to four million each. Mm-hmm. That worked. And that, yeah, I mean, three million for so a day's that? work. 24, 24 to 30 million in total. That's well, the whole it, budget and more. Yeah, so the cast received 20 million. That's just their budget, so yeah. that's their money, and it's split six ways. Okay. So what about the rest of the cost of, of the the piece? I mean, that's all free, right? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't play James Gordon. <laughs> no, they, they just said, look, hey, we've got this HBO show. Do you mind just hosting it? Uh, a favor. It's a favour. It's... It it just goes show for twenty million they could have done a show they could have done an episode that's what I mean it's like ah oh, even if it was twenty <laughs> minutes they could have done it. Um, like you say, I, was, I was expecting an episode so I was surprised to see James Gordon when he appeared as well. Yeah. Like, What's going on? It's very British as well British British people on there as well as Americans. Yeah. It's worth showing other people around the world. It, was, it seemed to be very British focus as well. Strange. I think if you're best. If you're a fan of the show, it's a great reunion. It's a great trip down memory lane. It's it's got everything you want it to have. It's got nostalgia. It's got stories and it's got bits and pieces. Um, if you're a little bit newer to it and you're thinking, what is this thing? It, you won't get a lot out of it because they do <laughs> self-referential a lot, and you'd be like, who's this person? Who's that? So yeah, for those who've seen the show, this it. is perfect. Oh. Well, there's because there's moments where like the hand twin, like if you've not seen the yeah. show, you'd be like, who's that? If you if you've been in and out that, of the show, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're in and out of the show, you might not know that. Or if you didn't see the quiz episodes, so when he hosts the quiz, you'd be yeah. like, what's what's going on here? Um, I remember that who's... they did something for the apartment, but yeah. Yeah, so it's I, th- I think it's great for the fans. This was great fan service. But it should have been a show. It should have been an episode. <laughs> it was. It was really good. It was fun. Um, it's good to see all of them come together as well. Uh, just talk about and reminisce about um, yeah. what what they did, um, and also kind of little inside things that they had going on. Like Joey talked about uh, a moment where Monica, so Courtney Cox, used to write lines on the table, yeah. and then he goes, "I came in one day and rubbed it all off." I thought that's <laughs> hilarious. And then when she walks in, he's, she, he's like, I'm go- oh, I have to tell her now. I have to admit it. Well, I've just told everyone. But then he changes it a little bit, just to be like accidental. <laughs> oh, I did yeah. it. I, I, I rubbed it off. And then, oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Um, overall, I mean, it's on your streaming service. So in terms of our rating, um, uh, I, I say streaming service. Watch it on your streaming service. <laughs> okay, um, that's what two stars. I say three stars. Get it, get it. Oh, pay for it. I'm not paying for it, but you just pay for it, and then I should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It is really good. It is uh, nearly two hours long as um, well. Yeah, it's good, and it whizzes so, by. 
from my perspective, where I don't I don't rewatch it anymore. I just I wouldn't want to retread that ground. I did watch it back in the day, and I probably watched the whole from beginning to end. Like maybe yeah. occasionally missing one. I wasn't like steadfast. You know, must watch it every week. But I probably watched the whole lot and watched the drama unfold. But I could have forgotten it all, and I don't I don't feel like retreading it. Um, but yeah, from that perspective, it was a good reminder of. Of oh I did I did actually like this show and a lot did go on and and even when they mentioned sort of um, how uh, Jennifer Aniston's character uh, Rachel was sort of an unlikable character I was like yeah that's that's how I feel <laughs> uh, but now it makes sense that you know they picked they 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 probably did do good casting yeah uh, and pick someone that was was likable even though she's an unlikable character yeah. Um, those kind of bits were quite interesting. The little insights that they gave yeah. about how they um, hired the people, and then how they kind of thought this person who wrote on paper is like this, but actually yeah. someone who reads off the paper has changed it. Yeah, how they, yeah, how they all did that stuff. So yeah, as I'm very much apart from it and not hero worshiping it in any way, it was a good reminder of how you know what actually the show was and how good what they did was. So, yeah, I think it worked on that level. Yeah, it it was it's still a fun thing to watch. <laughs> but it wasn't an episode. So. No, it wasn't an episode. And, um, episode. and he was missing Paul Rudd, um, Ant Man, Paul Rudd. Um, oh, okay. He, he he marries Phoebe at the end. Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so if if he was in it, I would then <laughs> say pay good money for that. But other than that. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It's good. It's still good though. Just keep. Yeah. Keeps... That... Why didn't he turn out? Was it because he was a bit would have been awkward because he wasn't the main six? No. So they, they did have other him? guest stars and they had some random people. But I, from what they said, because they had Reese Witherspoon on, which I thought was perfect because she's so funny in the show. She plays yeah. Rachel's sister in one of the episodes. They had her on. Yeah. And she talked about her episode and talked about coming onto the show. But um, I think when I was reading interviews with the the cast, the people who made the thing, the creators, they did say that they didn't want to take focus away from the main six plus the runtime as well. So they were, yeah, um, they didn't want to overrun the show because obviously it's already two hours. So there were some people that they just had to say, oh, you yeah. won't be able to. I kind of have every guest star in yeah. there because then even you'd the... have Julia Roberts, you'd have John Claude Van Damme, yeah. would you have Brad Pitt? And even yeah. the ones they did have felt slightly awkward as well. I don't, I don't know if it was me, just me, not you, but <laughs> I, it felt fli- slightly awkward in that they were talking about the main six and then suddenly you've got this main character, another main character that's come on So yeah, I was a big part of the show. And you're like, not, not really. You were just a guest star. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they talk as if they're a big part of it. But obviously, they, a lot of people did have slightly bigger parts. Oh, yeah. It just had Mindy. that slightly awkward. I just remember Mindy, Mindy was on there as well, and Kit Harrington. Um, neither yeah. of them have starred on the show, but Mindy is obviously huge from The Office and stuff. Um, and yeah. Kit Harrington is straight off of Game of Thrones. So, that's a, they're, they're two, again, it, however they did it, it could there could be a reason why they picked those people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good, really good, well worth the watch. Um, yeah. They need to get all of them back on, and the Ant Man yeah. guy. Do it and it'll <laughs> just, just them, just, just those guys. <laughs> yeah, no, forget the other six, they're too expensive. Yeah, the other Thank six you. are too expensive. <laughs> oh, off Maybe. camera, yeah. Well, now, now with um, with the way technology works, you can kind of, um, yes, exactly. <laughs> you don't even need the others, you can just have Ant Man's Paul Rudd and you could CGI the Avengers mm. faces as the Friends cast. Yes, what a great idea! Yes. I don't know why they did do that for the episode. Exactly, phase, phase four Marvel is phase an idea. <laughs> Avengers reunion, and you yeah. and you bring in the Friends characters. They, they, the Avengers' greatest challenge yet: can they be friends in an apartment <laughs> and not kill each other? No powers. Um, I'd, I'd watch that. Sure. <laughs> You're going quiet. Come you'd, have back. To give them, uh, you'd have to give them some powers. Okay. <laughs> They've got their own powers. They have to. I think I think he I think you have to give the otherwise 
Ant-Man. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, okay. that's, that's that's for Kevin Feige to work out, not for us. Yes. Um, and another 1990s nostalgia um, drive-by, obviously, is the passing of DMX and his um, post-mortem album, which is Exodus. So um, in in one of the songs in this album, um, okay. the song is for Xavier, who is his firstborn, and right. the, the title of the album is Exodus, and that's his youngest son. Oh, okay. So according to, I think you messaged me straight away and says, well, why did they do this? Because, you know, he's just passed. So after Versus um, with Snoop Dogg, which we've got an episode on, it's our second highest listened to episode on the podcast. um, The DMX versus Snoop or Snoop versus DMX. um, We talked about like our love for both both of them then. Talked about the songs and stuff. But off of that, like DMX was really happy, really excited. Like he wanted to go back in the studio and finish off this album. So him and Swiss Beats were already collaborating and working on this album. Mm. Um, and according to Swiss, uh, so he, he was been on, he's been on quite a few interviews. He's doing the rounds basically for the album, promoting it and stuff. Um, and he said, you know, they weren't that far off releasing the album. It It's complete. That's what he's saying. He goes, mm. they had to swap um, one verse out because somebody had already used that verse and he got someone else in for that verse instead. Okay. But um, other than that, the album was complete, according to Swiss Beats. Okay. And it was just a case of DMX was going to spend the next two months to get his health and kind of like get back on track. And then there was the tour, which he'd already kind of confirmed. Right. And the album was going to drop. So things okay. were already in play. He'd already signed back for yeah. Def Jam Records. Uh, Def Jam, who he released his first four or five albums yeah. with. So he's gone back to them. He's going to release his new studio album and he's going to tour as well. So there's a there's a lot of things in place yeah. for for X's comeback. And there's obviously... Lots, yeah. My question um, was, had had they, had, he, uh, had he sort of approved the final cut? It sounds like you've answered yes. Yes. And then um, <clears throat> Swiss on the... Um, on the interview he also talks about how um he had um xavier came over he reached out to him and they were in the studio and he played the whole album for him for his approval Mm. before they before they even got it released and stuff um and so he went through the tracks and there's a track which is the um the letter to his son which is track about him uh and he goes you know he was just clapping he was loving the whole thing and obviously he Swiss Beats knows the track listing, so he knows when that track's coming in. He goes, like, I was getting a bit nervous. I was like, I'm not sure what's he going to say. And, and he yeah. goes, he just, he just absolutely loved it. And so we have his blessings as well. Um, obviously, cool. X isn't with us anymore, but still, overall, this, this album was, I think the first thing he said to me was, is this going to be like one of those where they cobble something together quickly, slap mm. his name on it, and release yeah. it out there? Um, and no... They were already in the process of kind of having this out, so yeah. Yeah, it's the full thing. But awesome. overall, um, obviously X had an incredible career. Uh, we could talk about some of the stuff. Overall, the album itself. Mm. Have you had a listen to it? Yeah, I have a. Li- I've had a listen. I need to listen to it more before I get to know it properly. But um, yes, certainly, yeah. I feel the the tracks definitely stand out. The letter to my father one. Um, or oh, my son uh, is a, is a definitely a standout track, um, and there's a few others as well, which I I'll remember eventually, probably when we talk about other things. Yeah, so <clears throat> there's 13 tracks. The first one, um, when I played it, I was thinking, should I go straight for the prayer first? Because as we know, mm. DMX always drops a prayer in yeah. um, all of his. Well, it's called. It's called Exodus as well, just, you know, straight yeah. out of the Bible. So. Um, and so I, I didn't. I kind of, I went in order, um, and mm. like you said, um, I've heard them a few times. I, I really like some of these. This is kind of like X being X, um, yeah. and the first song, "That's My Dog's Featuring Locks, 
I, lo- I yeah. love that because that's you know got JD Kiss you got you got the locks basically on there but it that was kind of like a throwback to kind of his previous albums like these first few albums where he used to work with those guys a lot there's mm. a lot of featured artists on this every track has got featured artists yeah I don't know if that's I noticed that straight away and the old X albums that we used to listen to they were, you know X just did a whole track by himself um yeah and the old format this just goes down to how things are streamed and consumed nowadays the old format yeah. is um generally you do verse hook verse chor- chorus or hook verse you had three verses generally mm. in in most of these cases x drops just one verse yeah um, and I didn't know if that was intentional. And when I first heard that, I thought that that's, it doesn't seem like a full album to me. It seemed like mm. it was just one, one, one. And then someone else would do their verse, chorus yeah. and stuff. I but think what, these, these days, beats, yeah. I, I was just going to say, like, um, I think these days and probably for quite a long time now, collaboration has been a big thing, especially for like rap and R&B, sort of that area. Um so it kind of made sense that, that that's something that's coming out. It's definitely a modern thing. Um, but yeah, maybe if we were diehard X fans, we wanted more X. Yes, and obviously they, there is no more X to be <laughs> added, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I definitely did feel that it was the case. But then, you know, when Swiss says the album was ready, this is the album. And it made yeah. me realise that we consume... As, as everyone, we all consume music in this manner now. We'll pick a single and you'll listen to the single and it might just be two or three minutes when before the songs used to be four or five minutes longer and you'd listen to the mm. entire album because you'd have a physical copy that you'd play yeah. in your car, your CD player, okay. at home on your Walkman, dare I say it, cassette player, um, those kind of things. Mm. So I've, I feel that this is more in tune with what the world is yeah, now definitely yeah um and even in letter to my son the 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 hook or the chorus is there's quite a few, quite a few there's two different people on that um on singing the there's the usher bit and i think um brian cox is on there as well uh, and it just goes to show like how how music has just changed a bit since you know, his first album yeah. overall it's still it's still a great album. It's there's some really good songs in there. I like that's my dog, uh, featuring yeah. the locks. Uh, Bath salts. I think everyone says money, money, money. Um, hold me down. Mm. Really, really liked hold me down. Um, I like letter to my son and I love the prayer. Um, some of the others I think I need more listens to, like you said. Yeah. Just I kind think of... I've got another another viewpoint for you, and that is a bit like the Friends Reunited, which we've just been talking about. <laughs> Is that he's gone now? This was his last album that he'd ever release, yeah. and you can see it more as a celebration of his career. He's got all these contacts with these different people that he wants to collaborate with. He gets to collaborate yeah. with all these different people, do something with all these different people, and see that as a celebration of what what he could do. Because he could have done an album on his own, be creative on his own, but you know, maybe he needed a bit more support uh, in his old age. He's getting it was getting on a little bit, not that old, but getting on. Um, and yeah, he's fifty in one of the songs. So yeah. Yeah. So it's, I'd say maybe it can be viewed as a celebration of his career that at this point that you know he he can do an entire album that's just mixed with so many different people, in different different styles a little bit. Yeah, I think um, also if if they could do it now, say this if this mm. wasn't finished and he had the second choice, which is what Puff Daddy does with the notorious big albums is mm. he he's got the verses or the you know the various um raps that biggie's done and then he'll just be like okay who who wants to kind of like collaborate with biggie and then you mm. know all these big name people be like yo I, i'd like i'd like to do a track with biggie and then he'll be like okay so here's here's biggie's verse what what, what are you gonna yeah. do and then you know that's one way of doing an entire album yeah and, and that could work, but I th- I think to celebrate yeah. him, and I think the way you said it there, it makes more sense. Where and there's a song with Snoop as well, which which is amazing. Cause that's one thing which that they both that? I didn't know, yeah. uh, take control. Um, that's what? one thing they both said in verses how they never did a song together. Yeah. And and listening to Sweet's 
Swiss Beats uh, How cool interview, is that? They, they reached out to each other after that and they yeah. came up with a concept of a song, which I think, yeah, it was amazing because Versus was incredible. And then to have the two of them who always wanted to, who admired each other, looked looked up to each other, finally did a track together, which was so yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I can see where you're coming from in some way. Definitely, like, maybe we would have liked a few more verses from X himself to make it a majority or like the 50% X. You know, like when you've got a director, they've got to direct half the movie to put their name on it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we just want to hear at least half, just slap, slap half of your voice on there. Yeah. And it's a bit lower than half. So we're kind of like, we just want it made up to that point. But yeah. Apart from that, it's, it's, it was, it's good to have a celebration. Yeah, because even like um, Bath Salts is only three minutes long and you have a Jay-Z verse, Nas verse, and then you have a DMX verse. So you, if each person raps for one minute, yeah, that's an that's an equal share of the track. Yeah, equal share, yeah. Um, and I would have liked it to be yeah more X. More more X, yeah. Just, I guess we'll just have to listen have to old albums. Yes, I, I think overall it's a it's a great album still. Um, not not obviously his best because you know he's he's had years years and years worth of songs and stuff. But in terms of like a yeah. a comeback album if this this is what this would have been his comeback album it was a yeah. great comeback album because it's his last album came out in 2012 so you know this yeah. is what nine years later yeah. when he would have been uh, kind of primed and up for doing his kind of comeback and then he would have been touring this album it would have been amazing yeah i mean preparing to tour as well when when he was not in as good a condition health-wise as he wanted to be that would have been a big challenge as well it would have been tough hard work oh to get back on the um get back out touring it is hard work yeah can you imagine like going state to state to city to city when you're middle-aged and you've got a bit of a belly which we saw yet he did you know he's he's, he's he's grown up with us put it that way (laughs) <laughs> yes but he looks better than us like he looks the same he hasn't uh, aged like his face and that look yeah. no we kid but he, he does he looked amazing um <laughs> i was gonna face. say with with that um so also um i heard jay-z talk about x and on the hard knock life i've heard dmx talk about that tour as well but there's a moment jay-z's recently went on an interview and talked about how there was this kind of rivalry between him and x um, they both started off like mm. as battle rappers and they're rapping away and stuff. But um, when they're on the Hard Knock Life tour, Jay walked out the back to kind of just watch DMX perform. And he goes, he goes on and he goes, they play they play the music. And then there's the moment where where he growls into the mic and he goes, it mm. got me goosebumps. He goes, he's the reason why my tours, he's, you know, up up my tours and the way I, um, do my concerts now because of the way X brought the energy and how he did it and I thought that's that's an mm. incredible kind of like compliment to give to anyone yeah from from maybe like the, the biggest hip-hop star of all time like because yeah. you know some of the others have passed away but it was it was also he goes he goes he comes in and he does his thing and he goes the guys are loving it and then about halfway through the set he takes off his top and he goes, the women are <laughs> screaming and shouting and get, it just takes it off and not. And then he goes, at the end, he stops and he does a prayer. And he goes, the whole crowd is in tears. And then he drops the mic and then he leaves. And he goes, you need to follow that. How do you do that? Like, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good interview with Jay uh, talking about that. Cool. Uh, Swiss Beats what obviously that? holds DMX in a, Put a link in the description. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. it's, it's Jay-Z you can find anywhere. Um, then Swiss Beats talks about uh, DMX on... Um, he's, he's, he's been on lots of interviews and he's talking about how... So when... I think you also mentioned about, like, should... Who, who should okay the album? So Swiss mm. Beats worked with X on his very first album and his first big singles like uh, uh, DM, Rough Riders Anthem, Get On The Floor, Party Up In Here. So some of like X's biggest songs have all come with his collaboration with Swiss Beats. Mm. 
Mm. There's loads of other songs on these albums as well that he's done. So some some of them. So Swiss and him had a really good um, relationship together. So sometimes yeah. you think if someone passes away, is their music in good hands? Mm. And are they going to take what they had? And are they going to do the right thing for that person? And in this case, I think yeah. Swiss did Swiss and X had pretty much finished it. So I'm I'm glad they released something. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I think I do want more listens to it. Um, and it's yeah, a great tribute as well because there's lots of other people on there, people he would have worked with, Snoop, which was great to see as well. And yeah. I feel like Jay-Z and him have squashed their beef as well because they're both on the same track, which was good because X reached out to him to say, can you can you get on this song for me or via Swiss Beats, however they did it. But they're, they're in a song together finally. So nice. I think X was kind of like he was coming out of wherever he was. He was going to get healthier. His album was there. This would have been prime X time, basically. Yeah. I think it's a good love love letter to to him as as he ended his life, or his life ended. He didn't end his life himself. Um, but you know, it's it's what what an amazing achievement to really just look at his life and how it all comes together and come together at the end as well um maybe he didn't get to to tour it but just making amends with people that maybe he he um had rivalry with and all that sort of things it's just the best things that people can expect in life and especially as someone who's um focused on prayer as well and that i think that would that would be important to to a man like that and maybe maybe all people i don't know um yeah, I like I how they really... did. They did verses, because even though he didn't get yeah. to tour, having that verses episode where they were in the studio, and they were um, spitting live instead of just playing the songs, which they were doing in other verses tracks, to have like a mini concert with him and Snoop, which was nearly yeah. two hours long, it was incredible. Um, so if if there's one lasting memory that I have of X, it is. Is it's him on yeah, fresh off the boat? And we got to beat our hero by a snoop. Exactly, <laughs> both of them. Both of them both at the same time. At the same time in yeah. our house during lockdown. You know yes. when people were all like, it's all doom and gloom. They put on yeah. like a live concert for us, a free of charge live concert. Yeah. Just to cheer us up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, and it was great because you could see how X loved Snoop and Snoop loved X. They were singing along. Um, all those things that you'd never see. If if I went to a DMX concert, I'd see him. If I went to Snoop one, I'd see him. But they wouldn't be playing other people's songs. I think mm -hmm. Snoop occasionally plays some Warren G. But generally, you play your own songs because that's what you're mm -hmm. promoting. But here, they, they didn't care. They just kind of jammed. It was amazing. So while we won't have any new x stuff or any concerts and stuff we do have that moment yeah. in history the the biggest streamed versus Late up history. to that point as well yeah it was amazing always making history that guy okay yeah. um anything else you want to say about his album or his career um well his album i can't i can't recall that uh, a lot of the key, the key things i was thinking about the album um but one thing is that there is a, a slight sadness to some of the songs as well, especially knowing that he's gone. And one track in particular, is it his own kid that's on there? Um, or is it someone else's kid? Young young child on, on the track. And you just, I don't know, just it, even if it's not his kid, uh, it definitely re reminds me that he's gone and makes me th contemplate on that. Because uh, at the end of the track, uh, the... The kid's still singing, young, young, young boy, and then he hears it, sees his daddy come in. He's daddy, daddy, this is my daddy. He's in the room, and that just remind that just hits me, reminds me that yeah, DMX left family behind, or yeah, you know, left people behind. So it's it's a bit of a downer, just that that one thought. <laughs> the, no, that's it. It, it, it <laughs> always. <laughs> It's a bit like uh, the song Letter to My Son, uh, Call Your Father. And uh, yeah. so it was Brian King, 
Joseph who was on there, not Brian Cox, and Usher. Um, yeah. he, even that song, now that you listen to it, now that he's passed, it has a different kind of connotation and meaning to it than yeah. when he was alive, because he's basically saying, call your father or any loved one, any anyone you have in your family. Yeah, um, you can relate that to... Now, because that's what happened. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Um, and in a previous album, he's got a song with Faith Evans, and he does a tribute to his grandma. Um, I think that's in Grand Champion. Uh, again, a similar sort of thing where he talks about like his love for his grand and how there's a moment where he jumps over the fence, neighbor's fence, and she said, "You'll get it." And boy, did I get it! And then he goes, "But <laughs> that hurt hurt you more than it hurt me." And he goes, "But I know now." And he said, "What I wouldn't give for one more hug from grandma." It's it's those mm-hmm. um, elements of like what you realize is his his truth and how Humanity. whatever he's going through is in his tracks. They're not all about money and women and stuff. There is so much about his life and his stories as well. So yeah, it's they're just all this one Exodus, you're right. So um it's walking in the rain. Mm-hmm. That song's got his yeah. son on towards the end. Yeah, that's his youngest kid. Yeah, yeah I could tell it was the young one. <laughs> Even though <laughs> the adult one. <laughs> So that's, um, uh, is that uh, Exodus? That's... Yeah, Walking in the Rain. The Exodus, his, yeah. his, his son, obviously, is Exodus. That's his kid's name. His, his youngest, youngest yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a number of kids. Um, I just know Xavier's the oldest, and yeah. this one's the youngest. And they're both involved in, in this album in some way. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's it's good. Like it's, um, There was a song with Pope Smoke, that was going to be on there, but yeah, he he passed and they used the verse. So that was the one change that um, Swiss Beats mentioned that they had to do. They had to get change it. Money Bag Yo in instead. Yeah. Because he passed. Hmm. Fair enough. I'm an incredible, yeah, art- an incredible artist, right? He's. Um, yeah, two. Yeah number one albums in the first year uh first first release so in 1998 he had two albums that went straight number one now normally we think commercially is is one thing you know you could sell x about but how, how how did people perceive it or critical response is kind of what not critical yeah. i would say like the fan fan response what's yeah. that all about because they're the ones who, who purchase it and those two were so well received by all fans um mm. and then his third album is the one that I think it's the first one you got into, and then there was X, which um, is his yeah. most commercially successful album. And I, as much as people say, you know, that's his most commercial, and mm. the, the music's changed a bit. Um, I I love so many songs on that track. Yeah, I know that it's the one I know by heart. I I do listen to the other two before it, and I have listened to the ones after it, but that's the one that I always have burned on my memory. So it's just such a journey. And there's so many, so many songs in there. Like, I, I that, that there's, they're fun songs. They're also, at the same time, the stories behind them all. Um, and mm-hmm. they're really varied as well. Again, these albums were pretty much like mm. you had, you, you, you had the kind of the calling, so stuff that's about uh, faith. And all and all that part, you always had a prayer. You had, you had, um, you always had the devil in his tracks as well, where he had these conversations with him and the devil. Um, and then you had the stuff about the clothes, the money. Then you know you had the real stories of things that he went through. So he always had a nice mixture of things on his albums, which were always cool. Yeah, the heavy hitting things as well. Yeah, gangster and the growling. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Get him, boy. Get them up. Oh, should I swear? No. <laughs> there I was. No, Get him, um, boy. And still, um, so it's stuff like uh, party up in here, but um, X gonna give it to you is like just huge song. Yeah. And not only um, exploded from the I'll album, but obviously one. got used in so many things like Deadpool and um, so many yeah. others as well. So um, overall. I mean, X as a career, incredible. Um, X is the album. I don't think I can rate. I'm not going to rate X today, out of respect. 
and I don't think I've rate his album yet either. I mean, don't respect. don't give it a rating, but overall, <laughs> is there anything else you want to say about Exodus? His his last offering Exodus to us for his career. Um, well, just, no, no, like you say, he's, he's just he's, his albums didn't his 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 image his and his career didn't really drop, didn't really dip. Like oh, although he might, he sold so well at the beginning, um, first three albums, I guess. Like his, he had respect all through his life, and and I noticed that his it, the respect he had only ever grew, and that and I only ever heard of more people just having his albums and being ex fans. Um, so yeah, what a guy, what an artist, culturally important artist rather than he's maybe not a big in the most public eye sort of way like jay-z and other people but he's culturally significant was there all the time and was the one that people were really listening to yeah really he, choosing to choosing to listen to rather than just hearing promoted on the on the on the radio and stuff and he came there's a shift in music as well there was a time where rap music was very when it first came out it was a case of we need to tell people the struggles that we've been through, tell people about the injustice that's happening to us with regards to the police or anything. And, you know, that was the first thing. Uh, tell us, tell yeah. us, we'll tell you our life story. So then it became a shift to a look at all this wealth I've accumulated, all this money, yeah. and it became all showy, showy stuff. I hate that stuff. And yeah. But X kind of took it back to where it's about his roots, about look at where I came from, look at the hardship, look at all of these things. But I'll take you through a journey. with And and then, you know, if you're later yeah. on in the album, there's a nice little prayer. He kind of like, he, he's very vulnerable in these albums as well. It's not just a case mm-hmm. of look at all of this flash stuff that I've got. I'm just all about he's money. A, he's and, a real guy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So o- overall, I mean, his career has just been incredible. I feel, I feel there's loads of songs that I loved. Um, I could sit here and rap some mm-hmm. of them, but um, I couldn't do them justice. True. <laughs> um, True. And the album Sounds is available. In your head. It <laughs> does. It does definitely sound better. And plus, I can't get. I'm not, I'm not going to do the growls or anything. The album is available <laughs> right now. Um, you can listen to it on your Spotify, your Apple Music. You can buy it. They're not. Or you can buy singles, uh, uh-huh. however you want to. X's best of hits album went straight in at number two after his passing. Um, so that was his um, kind of best-selling singles. Uh, yeah. They did a compilation best of hits he he had released. Um, that went straight in at number two recently after his passing. So you can always yeah. get that. And why not get this as well? Get the Exodus while you're at it. Yeah. And the first three albums, if you if you, yes. if you really want to, if the um if the best ofs aren't enough, the first three albums so you can hear. Yeah. I think especially always go back to the roots of the first album because that's always the most raw from any artist. In in some ways, it's it's just nice to hear that. Yeah, and X did make history, and I'm not sure. I think maybe Taylor Swift is the only other artist. Um, his first albums all reached number one in the US Billboard charts. So there's a there's record that no other rap artist, hip hop stars ever had. Um, and I think only maybe one more person has had a, a career like that. So it's a huge, huge achievement. Nice. So that's our DMX Exodus review. Yes. Um, Two two reunions of sorts. Yes, Swiss Beats reuniting with DMX, and of course yes. those those two friends meeting up for the first time in ages, and the other six friends that we grew up watching, yeah. all nineties nostalgia. Yes, just about nineties, nineties and noughties. Yes, where can they get the album? Uh, you just told us. HMV? Oh no, they shut down most of the stores. HMV, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Never mind. You can't get you can't get any albums anymore, clearly. Um, buy it from Amazon. Get a physical yeah. copy. I I don't know if I if I support Amazon, but you can get it other places. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's many other any, places. Anywhere else, if you can get it, then get it any other other place. 
Yes. Get the album. Listen to it. The the internet yeah. is. I listen to it on the Spotify because I've yes. got a Spotify Premium, so I can listen to it without adverts over yes. and over more than five times. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I started listening to it on Spotify. Uh, I've got the the generic free one, so it skips tracks. Yeah. And if the album or the playlist you've created is not long enough, it will add random songs into your list. Oh, weird. I didn't know that. Try and pad out your whatever time it is. We need um, it doesn't do a sh- it does yeah. a shuffle basically. So even though you hit play, you're not listening to the album uh, order. That's annoying. They've changed. Spotify has changed so much. I remember when it was just the ads was the only problem, but then they just cha- I, then I remember when they changed it to uh, uh, changed it so that you could only listen to the tracks five times in total if you didn't get the, the paid version. And now it just sounds like a real mess as well. It's, it's such a shame. It was it was a good model when it was just adverts. Yeah, with uh, adverts, same as YouTube. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's fine. I mean, because it's free, <laughs> you can't really you can't really complain too much. It's like it's I, I've got access to millions of songs, or hundreds of thousands, whatever the number is. Um, I can create a playlist, yeah. and they will shuffle the playlist. But I am listening to the songs free of charge and actually contributing some sort of yeah. income back to the actor uh, artist as well. Yeah, tiny, That's tiny like contribution. Well. Tiny, con- but still a, a contribution, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. How can they contact us? Uh, just check in the description below. <laughs> you can email us if you want. We've got Gmail. You can... Uh, chat to us on twitter if you like send us a tweet or mention us whatever you want to do yes. check out what we tweet about follow us um same on instagram as well see what was going on, on over there um and yeah uh youtube as well obviously you can message and, and stuff on youtube yeah all uh, of this goes on, on youtube as well videos. Yeah. yeah most of it, most of us are still youtube um, and we do extra gaming stuff there occasionally as well when when something big as hits or some or something that we feel like doing. Yes. So yeah. At, at some point. <laughs> we'll be back on there. <laughs> yeah. It, it, when 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 it all works out. And and the that works well. Yeah, and yeah, that's the problem. Because everyone's sat at home, they're, <laughs> they're eating up the bandwidth. Yes. Jabronis. Well thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks a lot everyone. Bye. No, it's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. You. <laughs> <laughs> My guy reviews the podcasts.